And now, from the dry hills of Santa Clarita, California, it's time for America's least listened to podcast. It's Christianese with your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder, Dan Satchoff, and Brian Irwin. And you can tell by that lovely... <clears throat> yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I had a frog in my throat. What I meant to say is you can tell by that lovely music, Jared, what... It's Christianese. That's right. Thank you, Barb. She is lovely, uh, as always. She's wearing a brooch today. Is she? Yeah. That's great. Did you notice, though, yeah. that her cankles, they merged into, into a, a single cankle? So now it's she has one leg because right. the, the cankles have become conjoined. It's, it's conjoined actually cankles? a very common CC? thing among organ players. Yeah, yeah. It's conjoined cankleitis. Wow. Um, we should have a telethon for it's her. Hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah. We should do a telethon. We, we have guests today. We have guests, Dan. And unlike our last guest, these guests will actually speak. They picked we, up we, their we, microphone. Will it will be hard to tell us to, to get us to stop speaking. <laughs> Just do that. Not me. No, no. You, you, you can talk. No, I vamp from you. Oh. <laughs> she said. I've never known that. So how about this? Why don't you tell us? Power. <laughs> why don't you tell yeah. us who you are? Yeah. Maybe a little a little bio. A bio? Yeah. We do those here on podcast? We do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Short. Those come Short back bio. to bite me later? Well, only <laughs> no. if it's untrue. Depends on what you say. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's foster something really good. Yeah. Um, and that, the great thing I'm about Laura radio Miller. is you can lie. So yeah. I invented the internet, which we celebrated this week. <laughs> Laura uh, Miller invited, invented the internet. Al Gore well. lied. Internet it was all is. me. Laura Louise Miller. Is it Louise? Is that Ooh. your middle name? Oh, I didn't know it that. It is truly Louise. Every part of my name is named after someone. Laura was after the movie Laura. Louise after my great aunt. No way. Well, we're yeah. going to call you Miller, Louise now. You know, got married. So. Yeah, you did get married. Yeah, took his name. That's Laura awesome. Miller and... Martha Harding. Yeah. I have no idea what my name is. Uh, oh, I do, actually. Pretend Saints. I grew up Catholic, so... <laughs> oh, pretend... Martha, Martha what's your middle name? Anne. Anne? Yeah, the mother no of... Mary, the mother of God. Was that Mary? Really? I believe yeah. that's the origin of my... Really? Name. I didn't yes. know that. Was no. she? Did she All have gables of any color, this Anne? Uh, no. No. No discernible <laughs> color. No gables. green gables? <laughs> she was a gableless Anne, you said. She was. To fill in the joke, for those of you who didn't catch it. <laughs> for those of you at home that Jared lost with that joke, especially the millennials... Listen, Maybe you could go to the library. If you're not watching End of Green Gables, are, are you, you a, a Christian? Christian? Yeah. Are you? Are you? And if you are even... Are you a good one? Yeah. True. True. Yeah, no, no. All the because that's a story of love. It's pure, Dan. Yes, it is. It's much pure. like The Sopranos. It's the much same thing. Like, <laughs> it's the same that's kind of story. Family is kids friendly family show. <laughs> yes. It's all family. It's all family. We it's are so happy family. to have you guys with us today because this is the first time I think we have actually been graced with this number of people in the studio. That's is that absolutely right? true. We've yeah, never we've never crested we've doubled three. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And also probably doubled our listenership because if you guys <laughs> you listen go. to this episode, that's true. We may listen to it. <laughs> that's right. And then there you go. And hey, if your moms will listen like my mom does, mm. then <laughs> wait a minute, yeah. that's malarkey because you said your yeah, mom, right. does mom doesn't listen. listen. She doesn't even so know how to that's wishful on. thinking on your part. My yeah. mom has passed to her rewards. Uh, so oh. is mine. So yeah. Sorry yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, way to bring it down. Thank yeah. you so much. Drive safely. Good night. One of the things we love. Dead mom jokes don't rise on a podcast. Hey, you know what? I got 
a meeting. I gotta go. Well, everybody so. in the room whose mom is dead, please raise your hand. Okay, thank you. All right. Hey, no, Jared's you the only hey, one who can do it. Jared Way to go, Jared. Thanks a lot. You're a great pastor. Oh. As a shepherd, you've got some... Let's talk about other hard things from your lives. No, uh, one of the things we love to do on Christianese yeah. is our, our very namesake, Dan, to talk Christianese phrases. Oh, one yes. One of my yeah. favorite Christianese phrases yes. is... Uh, what I like to call Christian email sign-offs. So <laughs> rather than using the boilerplate, yes. sincerely, right. love, thanks, um, peace, greetings. How yeah. will they know that you love Jesus if you just say sincerely? Right. <laughs> so let's just go around the uh, the studio here. Oh my God. Do you have any favorite Christian oh, email sign-offs? Yeah, this is gonna take some. Time. Start with start with somebody else because I gotta I gotta think. I got to think of what I have I've to say it. I'm guilty. Um, I Oh, you're recently, a perpetrator. Well, I recently went away from blessings. Yeah. I Thanks wrote it because, to frankly, look, here's the whole podcast. reason I did that. I was like, oh, I got to have a sign off. Jeez, this is when I first started working at the church, and I was like, oh. Right. And then you had to up what? your game because you don't work for yeah. a secular entity anymore. No. Now you're doing the Lord's like, work. Yeah, I wanted them to know I love Jesus, and right. I didn't yeah. know what else to say. I felt sure. like the long sentence ones were a little bit. <laughs> the paragraph. I, the yeah. paragraph yeah. ones. Yeah. I super love Jesus, and I know you super love Jesus. Only here yeah. because of the sovereign mercy of our Lord, comma, Martha Harding. Yeah, it felt laborious. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you became a director it's of something exhausting. at the church. It's it, You had to up your game. Yes, so what do, you, what do you sign off with now? Um, grace to you. It's kind of our little church tagline. And okay. I, yeah. I thought, oh, it's safe. Do you know that's copyright? I was going to say, because MacArthur will come oh, to your no. door, and he yeah. will just kick it so down. So you probably owe him dun, dun, a million dun. bucks yeah. at least. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. there we are. <laughs> Louise, what do you? Oh, what's your kind of me. favorite sign-off? Yeah, Louise. Do not call me my middle name. <laughs> Ever. Uh-oh. Oh, man, She's did you see that? very scary. You so can't we actually this. have a, a no-gun policy here, <laughs> the Laura. C- the Sicilian just wow. came out of her right oh, there. Yeah. You did a podcast where a Christian, like, throat-punched people, so I think I'm allowed now <laughs> oh, oh, oh. to physically I harm and harass you the in the name part of Jesus. that statement. <laughs> yeah. Where a man throat-punched people. Yeah, a dude who yeah. Yeah. claims to have mystical powers. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a uh, you have a Christian sign off? I, I'm still pondering this one. There's some that I could do, but I yeah, How they're do you just sign really off bad. On your email, I literally just leave the insert signature that comes with the oh with, with the Outlook. old Outlook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, Micah, uh, we were talking the other day just yeah. about like really going for it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> literally asphyxiating in the pool of his blessings. <laughs> Or literally blinded by the greatness of his mercy. <laughs> you know, something like that. Like it's literally. Yeah. You have to say literally, and that yeah, really literally is every the time. Authentic yeah. part of it. Don't oh. don't be doinking around. Like if you're gonna do it. Yeah. I actually, like that Martha's got uh, got the terms that we resent as well, like authenticity. Yes. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Do you guys have? We'll move away from email a second. Do you have a a favorite Christianese phrase that you like to hit up? Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate the unpack. Yeah, oh, really? and, and it's funny we fall it into just, that a lot. We do it. We do it so much, especially I work with high schoolers. So it's like, yeah. let's unpack this with you, or <laughs> but you know why? Let's help you process. <laughs> you know why we have to? Because Christian content comes so densely packed. That's true. <laughs> you have to unpack it. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. If you leave it packed, right, right, you're is it un- so, is it unpackable? Are you so serious with that? Yeah, because it's vacuum sealed in the it's can of its own sealed. awesomeness. Not only yeah. vacuum sealed, right. it's shrunk wrap. 
Mm. Yeah, and I don't have that MDiv after my name. You don't. Me, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, and you really need that yeah. to cut through MDiv. Maybe that's why it's offensive out. to you. you. You, we just don't have the credentials to be able to use those big, you know, manly words. We don't. That's <laughs> right. It's, I'm glad you it's said an that, M for masculine. Yeah, MDiv. Masculine div. Sorry, masculine divinity. Yeah, divs. Yeah. Man divs. I thought those were something. Totally I think that's different, a, that's an appropriate turn to the month right? of the yeah. woman, right? The month is that? What, is it the month, the of, the month of the woman? I think it's the year. It's the is no. the year the well, decade? It century? Should be the decade, right? Well, okay, the century. <laughs> you know, Martha, I yes. don't, I don't see gender, so I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, it okay. Exist. Really? <laughs> no, we wanted uh, that we wanted says to bring about you, here, really, not just to talk about <laughs> women's stuff because. Yeah. Obviously, you're you're more than that. You have a lot of talents. But yes. what typically happens with our topics yeah. is we decide our topics on the drive over. Yeah. And so we're going to have to reach for the most obvious one. So let's talk about women's stuff. Hey, there you go. Other than the potty when in the van. When you say women's yeah. stuff, are you talking lady business or like what are we talking about? Hey, everybody, welcome to a very special yeah. Christianese. And so with that, welcome I'm to out. the last Christianese, everybody. <laughs> yeah. The FCC just shut us down. Please you wonder why I comment on what you say. <laughs> Rather than lead in for you. Wow. So, so we'll so be all no. at Crossroads next week. It's good to see you guys. No, we're, we're not talking about lady business, as it were. Gabe, I know why you kept quiet. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. Well, well let's, all, let's all come back down to zero here. <laughs> Just come back to baseline for a minute. Uh, I would love to hear your perspective in uh, a wonderfully heightened time of recognizing ways that women have been denigrated and abused and mistreated. I'd love to hear what you would celebrate in 2019, mm-hmm. uh, both culturally and in the church, about attention um, and prominence that have been given to women, and then ways that you might say maybe there's a, a better way. Does that make sense? Hopefully. Let's see if it does based let's on what un- I say. Let's just unpack that and see what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. Well, let's give it a shot. But be authentic as you unpack it. You know I will. I I'll use this voice so that you'll know that I actually mean what I say. Do you want to use your literally your, your uh, lady voice oh for our meetings? <laughs> I do have a lady voice. Oh, let's hear. Okay, so super. This is a, what I think about it. So okay? every time we're in a meeting and Martha is like recounting to us <laughs> what. A lady might say in the church, okay. she like she doesn't use her Martha voice. She, she uses la- her white lady voice. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't even know if I'm on the phone number. <laughs> and then Caleb said, "Tell the fifteen children to go away." <laughs> yeah, I actually oh, do. But that. anyway, and let's I wasn't keep even unpacking. aware of it until you pointed it out. <laughs> he pointed it out, not me. It's literally every meeting, though. Before we do this, though, would you tell us what what you do? Oh, that's good. Um, oh, just so we I should say that. Yeah, I'm the director of women's ministry at Grace okay. Baptist okay. Church. Yes, yeah. and love it. Yeah, great. Right. I, I actually do love it, and I didn't think and I you're would. wonderful at it. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. When they offered me the job, literally the thought that went to my head was, I don't want to work with a bunch of women. <laughs> she did you have it, guys. She grimaced. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, she grimaced when she said it, really. Well, there goes the female demo. <laughs> because I had a... I don't really want to work with women. Because <laughs> I thought of ch- the church lady. And I think this is going to go to your point. Okay, right. so... I have never felt like I was the church lady. Like, I always felt like I was some sort of pretender in church. Yes. Because, 
you know, my shoes never match my belt, my purse, my fingernails, like, and my hair is not that cut. You know? <laughs> I think you know what I mean. Do you mean the ask the manager cut? Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, um, so I just, that was my perspective and I didn't want to like get into that black hole of lady church business. So, <laughs> okay. I so. love all these terms, but for our uninitiated listener, can you, can you maybe flesh out? what you mean by lady church business okay, culture. Okay, so yeah. this is what I mean. Everything is perfect. Um, I I literally look perfect if I'm the church lady. I look perfect, perfectly put together. Yeah. My children are in tow behind me, perfectly quaffed, and they never cry. And right. um, as far as you know, right. and my yeah. husband loves me and buys large diamonds for me. What what is what is he teaches other, a Sunday school class? He teaches a Sunday school class perfectly and, and never... I feel like we're describing a very specific person. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah. It, and would you say that tea is part of this? I would say doilies, mm. tea, and shafts of light coming in through Ooh. the window. I tell those people to just... Shut up! That's what I tell them. <laughs> there, there That's right. Tell them? Absolutely. You have to what, say you, that. What do you tell them again? Uh, hold on. Let me see. <laughs> Shut up! Okay. I got it. Yeah. That's what I tell them. So that yeah. woman actually doesn't exist. So I yeah. found that out pretty quickly. Right. And that's the best thing about 2019 is that we have moved away from seeing the sort of 1950s June Cleaver as the ideal. Right. Like that is what womanhood yeah. is. Yeah. And super quiet and submission means never having an opinion and never doing anything of significance. And now we're at a time, I think, even in our church where we are moving even still more that way. And when I say even our church, we're an older church. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we get this opportunity to see women doing actual ministry and, and happily serving in appropriate roles. And it's amazing. And it's great, too, to model that for our, our, our daughters, those of us who have daughters, too. Because, like, I'm, I got a 16-year-old, and she one of the things that she has problems with and we we have to talk through it all the time is because as she reads through and sees things like submit and all that kind of stuff and then she hears something completely different out in the world she's in public school and everything and so it's like what does that what does that really look like and what are those roles because we have reinforced those roles over and over like well you know and it's just it's more nuanced than i think we ever address well i think you know we're in an era where our culture is laying down maxims about what it means to be a woman and ways that that men should relate to women, ways the culture should think about women. Yeah. And I, I think it's really important for us to be on the forefront of saying, this isn't like, we're not trying to catch up to culture. The church has always stood for that, right? Yes. Um, God's people have always had this ethic of what it means to be a biblical man and a biblical woman and, and have dignity, not in what you do or what you look like, but in the fact that you're a person made in the image of God. I don't know. You right. want to talk about that? That Yeah. Just ways that the church has affirmed that, not just in 2019, but... Right. Nigh these many years. Right. And and really from the time of the you know, the writing of the scriptures, even right. Old Testament scriptures, you know, that women could inherit land and uh, yeah. very countercultural for its time. And then sure. um, talking about women ser- women being in the church services in the in the New Testament, you know, that, that whole deal with in first and second Corinthians where Paul is talking about the the appropriate roles and that means the women are in there with them. Right. And yes. children too. Right. Yeah. Which is which is very countercultural. Women being witnesses, eyewitnesses right. to the resurrection. Named as eyewitness to the resurrection, right? Exactly. In a time when the testimony of women was not valued or counted. As so, if you want somebody to believe us, believe an account, why would you then have women who were not valued in that culture? Why would you have them just uh, dis- make a discovery? If you're going to make something up, why would you right. Right. make that up? Right. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It does validate the message. Actually. Quite, yeah. Quite true. Yeah. And I and I think that that has been there have been 
times up and down. I think in, in 20th century United States, I think it was a kind of a, a low point in, in a lot of ways because searching for biblical women womanhood mm-hmm. was um, it was very pharisaical in that, well, if the Bible says this is the limit, Mm. Or this is the line. We're yeah. gonna go even. We're gonna go a little below that, so we make sure we don't get anywhere near that line. So we <laughs> right. don't, you know, sin. Yeah. yeah and yeah, we, yeah. it's okay that women can't express their God-given gifts. It's okay. We're we're okay with that. We just, yeah. God forbid, right. we should cross a line somewhere. Right. And right, like being demure like, is the pinnacle of of biblical right. Christianity for women. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That as long as I don't, really. you know, as long as I don't really be seen or heard. Right. And then the Lord and if will be I pleased talk with me. Maybe a little bit baby talk, so you know I'm not trying to be smart like right. you guys. <laughs> or if you are strong, then you have to bring it back. But but after all, I'm just a woman. Right, right, right. right. But right, you've got right. I can say right. whatever I want, but right. then I can tagline it with, yeah. but you really don't have to take it seriously. Right, 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 right. And I'm, and un- unfortunately, I think a lot of men in leadership in the church perpetuated that, right? Like, yes, well, of course. All right, ladies, uh, why don't you get the pie and the coffee, and the men and I will discuss world matters and issues of the Bible, as if women right. could not be part of that or something right. like that. Right. I right. literally heard it very recently, teaching, and I won't, I won't mention the name because it's so offensive. We don't name names here in the podcast. Well, that's good because, oh, geez, did I use my real name? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Once she tells your address and social. That's right. Um, Keep going. Tell okay, us. at the end of the broadcast. I think. Yeah. Um, so this, this was the teaching. My wife has a great ministry. She lays out my clothes for me in the morning. No way. Seriously? What? He was straight up. He believes his wife's ministry. Was he a time traveler from the 1800s? <laughs> Apparently. That's oh, his. come on. Right? 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 Right. Right. So, and I wonder about her. I, yeah. I know that's not a fulfilling ministry, <laughs> having done similar tasks. Well, hold on, though. <laughs> For a couple of years, my ministry was um, chief clothes layer outer, and it's more fulfilling than you think. Yeah. Because um, you really got to get you got to get the socks right with the pocket yeah. kerchief. Well, that's that's why I stick with Garanimals because everything matches and oh, you don't have to. He doesn't understand yeah. Garanimals. I, I know. I don't know what yeah. that is. For his time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> For his Just time. Just the reference. <laughs> it's a funny reference, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's very funny. We lose the yeah. millennials that's all right. the time in this room. Yeah. 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 No, you don't. We choose to not follow. That's because you're so entitled. Because you don't see the higher vision. Of That's right. We're forging our own path and don't need or want any of you guys. How about hey, that? <laughs> Laura, give us yes. give us your perspective and also tell us what you do at uh, at Grace. Well, I am, this will be interesting. I am an assistant to one of the pastors. Mm-hmm. And then I am now part of Women's Ministries as, what is my? Coordinator. Uh, women's Ministries coordinator. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Would you say that like, coordination is a lot of what you do walking every day yeah it's, it's coordination. hard it's hard you, you look ahead you can chew the gum and walk the steps at the same time some days yes some days no well so I, I, I still feel bad and guilty about the title to be honest yeah because it assumes it's a 24 7 thing <laughs> i like that were you working on that one this Sorry. morning no it just came to me isn't that awesome? isn't that great give me a puppet i'm here that's what happens in the studio right here the magic <laughs> puppetry uh, on on a bro- on a podcast is not quite as effective as you think. Hold on, hold yeah. on. I, oh, wait. I wanna... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to do didn't a. Think that coming through. <laughs> Let me do a puppet segment here. Oh my god! That's a good lady voice. I like that. We've please, discovered something. Please turn your here. attention here. I want to do a yeah. puppet segment. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Wasn't that awesome? That was so good. It was amazing. I've never seen anything. 
And if you're interested in reviewing that performance, please email us at blessingfieldhost at gmail.com. Yes, please do. Please. Please do. Some of Jared's best puppet work. Can This is probably way too big a topic. Can you give us, either of you, both of you, the essence of biblical womanhood? Because that's like such a... I feel like that's a term that gets waxed nose to mean whatever people want it to mean. Yeah. Um, and I would love to either hear... Either like the stay in the kitchenism or the yeah. Yeah. burn your undergarmentsism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's probably neither of those. So can mm-hmm. you give us some bullet points on the essence of biblical womanhood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to start? I go after you. Oh, that's right. The rolls. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there you I go. Rolls are a big thing. <laughs> They're important. Both to eat and live under. That's right. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> okay. So this is what I would say. I, I always boil it down. I think I'm maybe too simplistic on this. So I'm going to admit that at the top. But in terms of male and female roles, I would say it's Genesis 2. <laughs> You know, he made them both in Genesis 1, made them both in his image mm-hmm. as his image bears, male and female. He created them. Eve is created after Adam on purpose to show this order that God is, has laid down in creation. It's a, it's a design. It's a design of the creation that is in no way limiting to either the man or the woman. It doesn't mean that men were feckless and hopeless and uh, God was like, oh, geez. I don't know. Have you seen sitcoms? Because they usually are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and commercials. Yes. Hear me screaming. Yeah. Right. So, right? That doesn't raise women up. Demeaning mm. men. That's good. Do not elevate women. Yeah. It's just yeah. stupid all around. Yeah. <laughs> Neither does uh, a woman purposely demeaning herself or lowering herself right. raise her statue sure. stature in the church or in God's eyes or mm-hmm. in any sense. So... So if you go back to the created order, then their job was the same. Have dominion. Right. They were co-regents in right. the garden, right? Complementary. Mm. Complementary, exactly. Right. Right. Was Adam's role um, to be um, more, not more, but above Eve in, in the sense of it's God, then Adam, then Eve, then the creation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Does that mean that Eve is by uh, intrinsic value less? No. So if we think about our 21st century, in, in our culture anyway, what what is the limitation then on women vis-a-vis mm-hmm. work life or home life? Well, mm-hmm. if, if she's single uh, and she's living in her father's home, she's under her father's authority. If she's yeah. single and not living in anybody's <clears throat> home, she's in her own home, Right. she doesn't have to submit to all the men in her life, Yeah. Mm-hmm. nor can she feel limited, should she feel limited in any pursuit of any career other than... Very, 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 very tiny amounts of there. The Bible stipulates so little that is an inappropriate um, mm-hmm. office for women. Right. But it's stunning that we focus on that tiny thing and and demean the whole rest of the like panoply of the things that are open to women. We gotta unpack that. You just said like nine good things. Yeah. Hold on one second. Would you look up panoply for me real quick? <laughs> yeah. I okay. do need a right. thesaurus. Uh, me too. Me too. No, a couple things I want to highlight that you just said. Cause I think were really great. Mm-hmm. And I want to slow down because maybe not everybody has the context to grasp the depth of what you just said. That was really good. I think it's really important to know women are not subject to men, right? Right. And you said that, right? So it's right. not like as a woman out there in the world, you're subject to men from a biblical standpoint. That's, right. That's idiotic. Right. And I think it's really important to talk about the Trinity here, right? Because we see 
we see submission among the members of the Godhead. So we distinguish between the ontological trinity and the economic trinity. The ontological trinity is that all members ontologically or in their being uh, are God, and yet right. they subordinate themselves to each other economically in terms of mm-hmm. uh, role and function, right? right? Which in no way denigrates their ontology. Right. And so I think we can see a parallel mm-hmm. in the Trinity itself with what with what roles in the home are supposed to be like. I Not know. in any way talking about ontology, and I think that's where the church in the United States for years has gotten it wrong because right. either tacitly or explicitly they've talked about the fact that women are not fully human in the same way that, right. that men are, which is right. Right, right out of the pit of hell, right? Right. Um, so it's it's possible, I think, I think the Bible thinks, you're saying this, it's possible to have ontological equality and economic submission right. without denigrating ontology or diminishing economic roles. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, and I think it's important for us to have female voices also articulating this. Uh, Don't you, wouldn't we rather just mansplain? Well, everything? I would. I mean, just because that's I who really I am. I hope you do. Yeah. But I think it's, it's super important because then the world, uh, I think the world has such confusion. Every time I talk to somebody who's not a Christian in, in, in my world, uh, they're like, well, all they they just they think of it as everybody's the Duggars, and you've got to you've got to dress a certain way, and you've got to submit all the time, and again, submission to I think to your point, all men and everything, and yet there's just there's and you so have to much, get weird haircuts, and weird haircuts, yeah. yeah, and that there's there, but then in the world you see like for instance, I did I, I did a music video the other day, and so they uh, the HR department sent me all these things of like um, harassment policies. Here's what you can't do: you can't lyric people, you can't do this stuff, and then. I proceeded to do this music video that was a hip hop video where women are dancing around in nothing and and just acting completely like you know basically putting themselves out there and it's like okay so they're objectified and then you're like okay wait what's what's the disconnect here because we're having to sign all this paperwork saying that you know we're not going to do this but yet you're missing the whole point uh, yeah of- it's nonsensical because nowhere else in life do you do you discount that difference in role so yeah. if anyone who has a job, you have a boss. Right. You don't walk in every day saying, well, I still want my paycheck, but I'm going to be the boss and, and not you. <laughs> you walk in every day and say, okay, I'm now under this authority. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he's better than I am. There's a difference in role. Right. There's the same right. thing when we're talking in this. It's a willful. I willfully submit to my husband. Yeah. I'm not being put under his thumb. I don't live under that. But at the end of the day, when a decision needs to be made, mm-hmm. where does that responsibility fall? Mm-hmm. Can I ask a hard question? Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you answer this. What would you What would you say is the fundamental difference between truly biblical, and we would say wonderful complementarianism, mm-hmm. and egalitarianism? Okay, so I think um, egalitarianism... I, this is my personal opinion. Hold on. Flo- we should probably explain. Egalitarianism yeah, is it. the belief um, that there's no role distinction in the home or between gender. Mm-hmm. That God kind of intended um, both male and female to kind of do the same thing, and they can just kind of work it out. Complementarianism would say, um, like we just said, that there's equality of of essence, um, but that there's just different God-intended roles. So how right. would you kind of describe that difference? Right. So... Egalitarianism, in my view, and I, this goes to my explanation, is um, it's a it's it's an outflow of our our sort of default need for significance, self created significance, right? So if I am a woman and I and I don't like the idea that my role is a submissive role, 
than to a husband or a father or or in the church then i want to i want to be just the same i want to be significant so mm-hmm. that means i want to have the same exact the same exact role the same exact everything mm-hmm. that there is no essential difference well the problem with that is what you alluded to res- with respect to the trinity everything that god has instituted in his creation is meant to reflect him and mm-hmm. the beauty yeah. of who he is right mm-hmm. the trinity is such a, a such an important thing and that's why in uh, the Bible, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. It's mm-hmm. not because he was terrible. It's because he alone could not reflect the glory of the unity right. and diversity mm. of the Trinity. Right. So when two people are, are married and they are one flesh, according to the Bible, that reflects the Trinity, the, the, beauty, the beauty of that, right? And the fact, like as you said, Jesus submits to the Father, the Holy Spirit is sent by the Father and the Son. There, there are role differences. Similarly, in the home and in the church, there need to be role differences. Why? Because we need to see a reflection of God in that. Mm. So when we when we get away from the idea that, but I'm important too. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with <laughs> that has nothing to do with God's design. Sure, right? it become well it becomes a constant struggle back and forth. Well, I'm important. Well, I'm important too. Well, who's more important? Who's there's always going to be this one upping of one another. And if right. marriage is to image Christ, right. How did Christ live? Right. He served the Father. He did the will of the Father. But in no means do you see him being made less than. If right. anything, he was right. he's been raised higher. So it's it's that idea that when you try that egalitarian model, you just bring frustration. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're both looking at each other going, well, I don't want to make that decision because I don't want to step on your equality. Well, I don't want to make that decision because I don't want to step on your equality. Sure. I don't want to take, there's no lead. There's no yeah. Yeah, yeah. safety and boundary mm-hmm. in who's leading this relationship. Yeah. And that's what got us in trouble in the beginning. Adam's right. told to work and to keep. And when Satan comes in, he doesn't keep, he doesn't protect. He lets... He, he stands there and, and watches that all come down and goes, right. well, okay, I'll go along with that. Marriages re- now reflect something different. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's not because... It, so it's not because women are um, inherently less capable in right. any way. No, and I think no. we could easily admit, in many instances, women are more capable. Absolutely. Well, because right? individuals have differences. So any given woman may right. be more capable or less than any given man. Yeah. Right? That that. I married a woman who is smarter, <clears throat> harder okay. working. Well, just go down the list of all the categories. Yes. She's yeah. just... Better looking. Right. Yeah. Better looking. I don't know sure. why. Yeah. What was she thinking? I'm going to go buy her flowers. She speaks English gooder than you do, too. She does speak the gooder yeah. English better. Uh, and I think, I think to your point, I see that even in men, like, it, 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 in terms of wanting to do everything. Like, not all men are, are equal in what their right. abilities are. Like, you know, somebody may, I want to teach or I want to be up front or I want to do it. And it's like, well, no, we, you suck at it. Yeah. You're not really very, that, that's not your, that's not your yeah. role. We all have our role somewhere. And I, I, yeah, I think it's a human thing too. I, I'm curious how. So you're in a hyper-culturalized world in Hollywood. Is this conversation even possible there, or would you kind of be run out of town with pitchforks and? No, torches? it is. But I think you have to lay some groundwork first. You can't just jump into it because again, these are such deep things, and that's the thing. Is I think it becomes to your point. You've you've said many times like it's not. 
you know, it's sitting under teaching and and in a church and reading. It's it's such a long process. You know, I, I you can pop in and out of things with people, and you can start to go with some of this. But if you don't have a basic knowledge, say of the Trinity, like we're talking about right here, how are you going to fully explain? Because it's very nuanced. It's not. It's not as simplistic, and that's the one thing that I will tell people. I'll say, you know, you, you if a lot of people approach Christianity, when they find out I'm a Christian, they're like, oh, it's just like it's, it's either some emotional thing or it's, and I'm like, no, it's it's a very thoughtful, um, scholarly uh, approach to things, too. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things. It's not just uh, It's not just whipping up somebody's emotion or something we believe blindly. There's a lot of scholarship to all this stuff, so I would say it's possible, but you have to, you have to lay the groundwork first that, okay, I'm not creepy, I'm not weird, I'm not. Uh, I don't I, live in a compound right. in the desert. <laughs> I, I'm open-minded to talk to you. Are you open-minded to talk to me about this? And then over the long term, maintaining relationship with people and and trying to slowly but surely get that. Because in one conversation, that's where I always get to is if I start a spiritual conversation with somebody or I'm able to turn the conversation to that in a work situation or something, then invariably you're called back to work or whatever, and then you're left hanging in the middle of something that is huge that they're like, and if you don't finish the conversation, they're like, oh, see, it's exactly what I thought. And you're like, well, hold on a second, though, you know, because they're like, well, women can't do this, or like if it were in the context of a, of a you know, conversation about women's role in the church, well, yeah, you, it's, it's, you know, women and men, again, it's that complimentary thing, and I would tell, I'll tell people, like, they'll say, well, for in your marriage, do you make all the decisions, and do you... Uh, I can't. Well, you tell them you have five wives. Except, right? Well, right. I say for one of them, I make all the decisions. Right. The rest, you know, we have to. We've tried all the different methods. We've tried them all. Uh, and that's just it's a, really nice, a focus group of wives. Yeah, that's, at, that's at the yeah. Salt Lake compound. Um, but there we go. Group. We're off the air in Utah now. Um, but but I, I can't think of a time where I've had to make a decision and, and say, okay, it's up to me. Now, I mean, we always find, just realistically, where. It's a, a logical back and forth. We're like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think? And I've never had to be like, all right, it's my. I, I mean, that time may come someday or something where I would have to make the call, but I've never come across that. I think if you truly have a complimentary, uh, complimentary relationship, uh, and you're approaching things from the same standpoint, I think those instances are rare. We do want to clarify that we mean complimentary, as in complementing each other, as yes. in fitting together well, not. Literally just complimenting each other right, all the right. time. Not that those jeans... Our complementarianism is, wow, you look good. No, you look good. <laughs> those Whoa. jeans make you look fat. <laughs> that's a n- non-complimentary... Uh, yeah. Opposite. yeah, yeah, that's the opposite thing. Anti-complimentarianism. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what... Yeah. Well, when you, have in that, when you have that relationship, too, your husband then sees the gifts that you bring. Mm-hmm. You use them and you work with them together, like you're saying. Your yeah. conversations then become a back and forth because you value one another yeah. for who God's made them to be. Right. You're not, it's not this constant one up, one up, one up, or so afraid to cross some invisible line of, I've crossed over your equality. <laughs> I've overly inserted myself into your solo oneness, sort of whatever you are. You see what each other brings, and there's times yeah. where one's right, one's wrong, or one right. has more insight, but that just makes you stronger and better. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of it, too, you're not after each other's, I don't want to say betterment, but you're doing this all for Christ. Right, the, the right, right, right. The ultimate goal is then, this marriage is to visualize and be an example of Christ. Yes. So we have to image that well, which means we're going to partner together. We're going to be a unit. We're going to 
reflect him well, which means I'm not ripping my husband apart when right. he's not in the room. Right, right, right. He's right. not doing the same to me that no one can say after they've heard me talk about Jim when they meet him going, oh, you are the troll she describes. <laughs> so good to see you. How do you even put two sentences together? How's the because, bridge? Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. you speak well of your husband. He speaks yeah. well of you. You're right. one unit. Right. And it's mirroring that unity uh, again of the Trinity, and it's that's that's a that's that's a huge thing. And I think trying to explain that to people who aren't Christians, and you know, it just takes again maintaining relationship over a long time. And I think is how people hear it. I mean, not that God can't lift the veil and somebody could have faith immediately, but my experience has just been it's these long term conversations and people hearing things and and asking you questions and you can ask them questions but uh, it, it takes a, it takes a long term especially with this kind of stuff and i'm even people who are christians like i i i'd like to say i think my daughters are christians you know you with your kids you always hope that they make their faith their own someday and that's still in a process for us i think but but um i, I love hearing this stuff and i'm going to i'm going to tell them i'd like for them to listen to this podcast too because i mean it's it's hearing it, it it's hearing it from from all sides and just you don't hearing make your together. kids individually listen to our podcast to up our listenership no <clears throat> no i'm thinking about it now, though, yep. now that we're going to talk that. about that off air okay Later. that's good that's no, fair but i think you know brian's been helpfully quick and quickly helpful yeah. <clears throat> to point out hypocrisy yeah. in the church and and i think we should say a breakdown you know if we see somebody who ascribes to this view and it's not mm-hmm. going well like mm-hmm. some of the things you just talked about is present in their marriage um I think we'd say that's not a breakdown of the model. That's a breakdown of someone's character and faithfulness in fulfilling the role that God's called. And our flesh. Because we can we can think of men who did not lead their family in love and humility and submission. We can think of women who uh, did the same. But the problem there isn't with the model inherently. It's with... Uh, people's character and not actually living out the effect of the gospel in their life. And on any given day, I'm the guy who's doing that, who's not not leading well and not doing something because it's not just women who want to be shiny. Well, you got and five wives though. I think you got to cut yeah, yourself some. That's true, but I, I I can't count the number of times we're driving up the hill to church or something and we're trying to be the shiny, happy, perfect, and I'm trying to be right. whatever I think. I mean, that's just that's just my sin getting my flesh getting in the way, and you know. I do think that um, the biggest enemy to the church sometimes is the church in yeah, that. Yeah. Um, we have for yeah. so many years promulgated this, or maybe not now, but you know, I came up, I I came to Christ in the '80s, mm-hmm. and that's when guys on the radio were saying, men on the radio were saying, you know, the reason that there are so many extramarital affairs is that now women are working in the workplace. If these <laughs> oh, women would just oh stay home, jeez, oh, please, what? Seriously? Please. Yeah, <clears throat> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in high school in the 80s, not to throw age in there at all. So I was actually born in the 80s. Cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm just saying. It's because your mom's staying there. Is there an angry (laughs) sound on there, an exploding sound or something? I'll get that going. We got the machine gun fire. Yeah, so when we we as the church set up these ridiculous standards, not biblical, but just ridiculous, and and then the world rightly, Brian, or your coworkers rightly say, that's idiotic yeah and but yeah. we got a hold to it because we that's our christian thing we do more damage to the message of the gospel than anything and we yeah we have to yeah. be willing to admit when things are broken and when things are wrong but we also then can't constantly throw the church under the bus and we right. we have to you know then be able to defend positions that are right but we right. we yeah we got to find a blend there because it's just like 
boy, the minute that there's nothing that turns people, oh, we found our conversations with Brian. If yeah. we, I mean, our first few episodes, we had to debrief a lot because there is a lot of, you know, yeah. you turn on the TV or you turn on TBN or whatever, and you're going to see a lot of things that immediately like, what's this, a Christians, you know? And so I think we got some feedback the first few weeks because like, why are you, why are you throwing Christianity on the bus so much? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, we can't also deny when stuff is what's true if we're trying to be real with Brian and we're trying to eventually break through. And, and I think now we're to the point with him and hopefully we'll have him back here soon. Our you know, schedules get weird and stuff. But we've seen him now. He kind of gets that and there's been less... There's been less attacking that stuff because he's kind of gotten out of his system. I think sometimes you got to allow people that. Too. But I think like we talked about last week, if as Christians we're going to step forward into the public square and say yeah. this is what we think is true, right? This is what we think we should believe and live. Yeah, we should expect people to call us out yeah. when we don't actually live absolutely in, in alignment right. with that. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's not fair for us to go. Well, you're just bagging on Christians. No, like yeah. either. Yeah. We stop talking about what the gospel yeah, yeah, yeah. says, or yeah. by God's grace, we need to be more faithful and strive to be more faithful to what he calls us to. Yeah. Right. right, and stand on biblical principles, not right. cultural principles. Yeah, right. Right. weird extrapolations right. that men would put in place to make themselves feel safe. Right. Well, and you're, I mean, I have three daughters. Mm-hmm. So raising daughters to understand biblical womanhood and me looking at them and saying, your dad's the head of this house they go out in the world and say that, especially going into college and yeah. everything else. Yeah, it's, yeah. If it's not a Christian college, you know, they're an anathema. It's like, what? Yeah. And all of, like you said, all of the, the preconceived ideas of the Duggars and the whole thing come right. rolling in, and, and she's automatically discounted right. Right. because of her worldview. Right. And so it's being able to have those conversations with them that say, how do you explain that? Because right. if you were to ask someone who's not a believer, okay, I'm going to describe to you a marriage where the husband values the wife, yeah, protects her, looks out for her, sees her as more important than himself, and the okay. wife sees the husband the same way, yeah. and that she wants him to lead. She wants to build those things in him so that he succeeds. Yeah. And those two people are working together as a unit to raise children, girls in our case, who are confident about who they've been made to be. Mm-hmm. And if you describe that to someone who's outside of the church, they're going to go, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like the ideal. Okay, well, that is that is the Christian ideal of marriage. Now, we don't live it out perfectly. No. any. I mean, Lord knows. But if that's the ideal, if you just pull everything back, let me just describe a scenario for you. Is this good or bad? Yeah. They're going to agree with that. But as soon as you look at, like you said, complementarianism versus egalitarianism, yeah. wait, you're trying to tell me you don't want people to be equal? Right. Whoa, okay. Right. Back up. Back up. <laughs> yes. Let's let's look at this. And it's we all need fights in parking lots happen. Yeah. I, exactly. <laughs> we need to equip our our yeah. kids to be able to explain that stuff too, so that when they do go out in the world, because it's not fashionable right now to have those opinions and rather than appear like you're just drinking the Kool-Aid, you gotta be able to defend it in a winsome way um, because it's amazing when, uh, and kids I find too, sometimes are still at the point where it's not adulthood yet, where everything is so contentious. Like people may disagree, but I've, my daughter's had some, some real success being able to just kind of talk about real issues with them and they may not get it or disagree, but they'll agree to disagree. And there, it wasn't, it's not super contentious as once you become an adult, man, it's just, it's a whole. Well, I'll sooner take someone who'll disagree with me. Yeah. 
but at least talk through something. Right, right. If, you're, right, right. if, if my kids are going to disagree with something, because yeah. my youngest especially would just say it right out. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, and you go, okay, I can see why you would get there. Yeah. But if she'll still right. talk yes. and still engage and still think through, then when those convictions are made, those are hers. Yeah. Because I don't want to raise daughters who puppet or parrot Mm-hmm. what they hear around them, whether it be church culture, mm-hmm. whether it be the world's culture. Mm-hmm. I want them to think, and I want them to ground it on something that's foundational. Now, that's the Bible. Yeah, That scripture is a follower of Christ. If you're going to ground it there, then that becomes your core conviction, and culture is going to say what it wants, mm-hmm. but it's not going to knock you off that core foundation if yeah. it's now become yours, and you're not just carrying mom's backpack around through life and now all right. of a sudden everybody's making fun of my backpack I can't carry this around anymore <laughs> right, I, I need right. to blend in because that's mom's yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah. carrying mom's mom bag um, that's such a good image that's so yeah, they, that's they really have helpful. to they have to They ha- it has to be their own yeah they chose it they're walking in it and I think this would be a great conversation. I'd love for you guys to come back sometime, or we'll come to you with Brian because I, you know Brian's got boys, and Brian's very much as we talk to th- to him. He's, you know, he's very much caught up in the um, oh, just I, not not necessarily social justice, but you know, a lot of the things. I, I think this would be so good for him to hear this because he's always talking about trying to explain to his boys how you how you treat people and it's and and how you what your roles with women are, but it's not biblically based. So a lot of times it's hard to grab it because it's like, well, whatever the world's saying right now, whatever sounds good, and it's kind of moral, and that, all right, that's good enough. But I mean, I think there's so much here. I think it would really resonate with him. And I, I love that because it also gives us an, a, a chance to talk to him about something that's going on right now. I mean, in culture, this is a huge mm-hmm. this is a huge thing about, well, how do you deal with people who are, are, are you know, identified culturally as marginalized? You know, okay, well, it's women, and it's African Americans, and it's whatever group you have or whatever. And, and I think it's really interesting to be able to explore these things with somebody who's not a believer from a, a Christian context over time. And I think I'd love for him to hear some of this stuff. Next time. So yeah. we don't just want you guys to talk about lady business. Yeah. Um, what's something else you're excited about in life, in church, in theology, in the wild world of sports? I mean, what's really just so grabbing your heart right now? What's grabbing my heart? Because um, I just realized I'm so behind the curve, but... Joe Kelly is now a Dodger. I am stoked about Whoa. that. She is a the fanatical Joe Kelly Dodger Fight Club fan. has come to the West Coast, boys. It's really? It's so you're a Dodger happening. fan? Like huge. I didn't know so that. Rabid. Almost sinfully so. <laughs> <laughs> but not Think just, I'm going to wear Dodger blue. Oh, wait. Sorry. Higher pitch. I'm going to wear Dodger blue. <laughs> I'm going to get my nails done. And I love LA. No, I saw her take a bat to a Giants fan one time in the Grace parking lot. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. Idle alert. Idle alert. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I'm super stoked about is for the first time in my very old life, I get to go overseas to talk to people about Jesus. Yeah, you do. I am stoked. No way. Where are you going? I'm going to Rome. Which Martha. I know sounds like a vacation, but it, it's, no. it's actual. There are people there who are hungry for the real. And gospel. your family's Italian, right? And my family. Wow. My father's I know. Italian. I'm learning, trying really hard to learn to speak so yeah. that I can be a little bit conversational, but. Overall, I just... Buongiorno. Ah, somebody for you. Get out of my face or you will make me sick. We sound like the Three Stooges. Or Har- we sound like Chico from the Marx Brothers. Hey, boss, what's a sanity clause? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. A little Cesare. <laughs> oh, no. 
that's, that's yeah, awesome. That's exciting. Stoked. When do you go? May 19th. That's awesome. May 19th. And friends who are listening, send yeah. you. I was just going to say, Martha, would it be possible to donate to that trip? <laughs> Why, sure well, it is. You can always email us at blessingfilledhost@gmail.com, and we'll put you in touch with Martha, we'll and you can help support her trip to Rome. Connection. Yeah, That's exactly. Great. How about you, Laura? Laura? Our world is kind of centered around my middle daughter waiting for college responses. So I was telling somebody... She's a very intellectual person, loves psychology. Um, so we have this thing of Schrodinger's cat, which is there's the cat in the box, and you, you don't know if the cat's alive or dead till you lift yeah. the hood. Yeah. And so this is now where we're waiting for this to come in. And yeah. so it's these weird conversations of Cheryl will just, oh, sorry, I said your name, honey. I oh, that's um, all right. Because if you didn't, I was going to. She's well, awesome. Okay. Did you say Daryl? Awesome. That's what I heard. <laughs> It's okay, Jared. It was a good cover. It was a good cover. (laughs) After all, you're just a man. Uh, (laughs) I always Um, get it wrong. That's hilarious. (laughs) Honey, I bought the wrong tissue again. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Daryl. Actually, is the woman's role. (laughs) (laughs) Buying tissue. Wiping drool. Chapter 5, verse (laughs) 3. No, so she's every day, there's. She's under where most seniors maybe have three classes. She has seven, two of which are on the COC campus, and so she's um, every every move she makes, she thinks it's going to be jeopardizing her applications. And so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, are yeah. you trying to inject antifreeze into the box and like off the cat, so you think you have an idea of what's going to be there? Don't kill the cat. Like, just Cheryl. leave the cat alone until we lift the I lid. Love just that. wait. <laughs> Just get through today. It's okay, but they no. Don't I live in the land it. of what ifs. Sweetie. What's her Just number one? Back. Where would she? Where would she want to go? Oh gosh, she's been accepted to University of Oregon. Awesome. We are waiting to hear back from uh, College of William and Mary, okay. Boston University. Wow. Duke. No way. And UCSD. That's so awesome. And if anyone who has any powers listening, student loans are too expensive. Have you thought about maybe and giving $500,000 to a million? To <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she, we, we did. Does she I do any rowing or volleyball that we could superimpose her head on? Yeah, no. And really, it's a good thing this is radio because there ain't no selling what I got to make enough money <laughs> to get her anywhere. Hey, speaking of biblical roles. <laughs> yeah. So as the woman. Oh, man. That's <laughs> yeah. why, why you have those five wives. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm really excited. Uh, next week, our guest is going to be the Duggar family. Yeah, so we'll have a chance it's to, be great. Uh, to interact with them directly. Yeah, they're bringing uh, their own dresses, so yeah. it's good. I, actually, they're going to give us haircuts, which I'm pumped about. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> gonna be uh, as always, if you have any questions, any ideas about future episodes, if you want to just correspond with us in any way, Jared, how would we do? How would they do that? Dan, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, in addition to fax message and carrier pigeon, which is my mm-hmm. preferred method of communication. Yes. You can always send an email to blessingfilledhost at gmail.com. Is what that is that, that again? Right? No, I don't I didn't hear it. Blessing yeah. filled uh-huh. host right. at yeah. gmail.com. Oh, thank, you, thank you, Chris. More cowbell. Yeah. More cowbell. That's Listen, great. Listen, y'all gonna be wearing golden diapers when we're done here. And we're also on Spotify now, which is great. We so are. if you have the Spotify and you want to find us there, if you're on the internet, the web you can get yeah. to the Spotify location. Yeah. Look you up Christianese. Under Christianese. And give us a rating on uh, on iTunes if you would. Uh, give us some stars. Some, right? That actually helps uh, other people find us so we can That's get right. the word out. If you love this podcast, 
as we do. That's as right. we do. Help us Absolutely. help other people That's right. by helping them to Christianese. Thank you so much. It's great to have you guys. I hear Barb plan this out. So, uh, She's working that pedal with the one conjoined It's cankle. pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to have to have somebody look at that. We have some doctors at Grace, don't we? Let her be the mermaid she wants to be. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I'm going to make a bumper and sticker on that. See you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.